Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast. The All-Star break is over. We are back. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. Opening up the second half of the DFS season with our owner and founder, Jason Mizrahi. Jason, uh, good, good to be back with you as you open up the second half here. Exciting second half and a lot going on in Win Daily. Yeah, I'm really happy, man. A lot of things have been moving in the right direction. Um, we spent this all-star break um, doing a couple things. First things first, we changed our main landing page to the site to windailysports.com um, from WinDailyDFS. If you go to either site, you'll land up in the same spot. And we also brought on uh, a lot of new writers. So we have soccer writers. We have pretty much every sport cover now, soccer, golf, NHL, NBA, MLB, um, got a couple writers who've qualified for the live finals in FanDuel. Um, we're also kicking off the All-Star break with a free roll. For anybody who does want to enter the free roll, it's FanDuel.com slash WinDaily. We're giving away memberships um, for a year, for a month, um, and it's totally free to enter. So free competition, great way to get a free membership that's worth $399 for free um, if you finish your first place on Friday night. And uh, like I said, a lot of new things happening with the site. I'm really happy to be back on the podcast with you, Scott, and let's jump into the slate. Yeah, and uh, you, know, you mentioned all those sports. Uh, you were forgetting NASCAR, but I I certainly have it. And, uh, you know, if you haven't registered yet for uh, Win Daily membership, make sure you go to the login uh, sign-up area on the top right-hand corner of the site and uh, you know, get your membership. It's uh, It's well worth it. Okay. Uh, let's see. We talk about the night slate. We're going to overlook those first two games. Uh, Toronto is in New York Yankees to open the second half. Aaron Sanchez against Domingo Germán. Germán came off the IL, pitched really well before the All-Star break uh, in a win over the Mets. Meanwhile, Aaron Sanchez immediately makes you think of, uh, of Yankee stack right here. And, uh, if you're looking to save a little bit of money, D.D. Gregorius gives you the platoon split. He's only 4300 uh, but you're going to have to spend up for, for some of these Yankee bats. Not easy to find value. And uh, Domingo Germán is $10,100 uh, on DraftKings. You know, he's not in that 11000 range, so I have to like him as a pitcher tonight. Yeah, I think, you know, this game might get forgotten. Um, I think you should forget about the pitchers. I don't really think it really makes much sense to pitch Jermon. I'd rather even take a guy like Jason Vargas that I know you love um, over Jermon on a slate like we have, you know, for Friday night. Um, the Yankees might be forgotten, though. Um, coming off this all-star break, we have a game in Coors. We have a game in Arlington. And we have a couple other games which I think are going to draw more attention than these Yankees uh, will on Friday night. So they're all in play. Like I keep on telling everybody on the podcast, I will not discredit anybody for stacking up Yankees. This lineup is way too deep, way too much power. They're in Yankee Stadium, Hitters Park. Sanchez has been a complete dumpster fire all year long. So these Yankees will definitely be in play. They'll be under-owned. And like you said, Didi's in a great spot. Um, outside of Didi, any of these power righty bats make sense. Judge, um, whoever you want. Torres, LeMayu's having an MVP caliber season. These guys are going to go under own because we have this game in course field. So I'm down with any of these guys, Gary Sanchez, all the way down seven, eight deep. Uh, they're all playable. Yeah, I do like Jermon though. 
uh, you know, because uh, I don't think he's going to be widely owned. Pitching against Toronto and uh, coming off a good start. Tampa Bay's at Baltimore, Yanni Chirinos uh, against Dylan Bundy. You know, maybe a few Tampa Bay bats to like here to, uh, you know, supplement cores. Joey Wendell could be a bargain for you. You get a platoon split, and he's only $3,200. Uh, Willie Adames doesn't give you the pl- platoon split, but he's only $3,400. You know, there's two guys right there that, you know, maybe if you're going to stack in other games, you can find some values here on the Tampa Bay side. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a tough matchup to peg, you know, when I take a, an initial glance here. Because I do, um, I like attacking bats um, in Camden Yards. You know, it's a good hitter's park. It's probably going to be hot in Baltimore on uh, Friday night. So the ball will be flying out of there typically. But Bundy and Chirinos are, I would say, above average pitchers. Not great pitchers, but they they've been pitching well so far. You know, this season, Bundy's been better. Bundy's coming off a good start when he dropped 45 points at Toronto on FanDuel. You know, so I don't know. You know, again, this will be an under-owned spot. These Tampa Bay bats have been blowing up pitchers. They will go supremely under-owned. You know, the guys you mentioned, yes, but the guys that I would attack first would be Austin Meadows, Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, you know, those are the power lefties in there. And you can always take a guy like Tommy Pham. There's a couple of guys that might be out of the lineup uh, for Tampa Bay, so we need to see, you know, who they roll out. If Troy's okay, um, if Lowe's okay. So there's a couple of guys that we got to. Yeah, know, Lowe's supposed to be back, I think. Okay. Yeah. So we got to see when his lineup rolls out. I think again, you know, Tampa Bay has been winning a lot of people a lot of money. If I'm gonna stack this up, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack Bundy and take a shot here that he has one of these blow up games because he. He's due for one because he's coming off a couple of good starts. So Meadows is cheap. Guy's been a stud all year. He's played in the All-Star game, so he's done some traveling. But I think Tampa Bay goes supremely under-owned, probably 5% owned. So if you get them and they, they attack Bundy in the heat in Baltimore, they can be a supremely under-owned stack that wins you a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know what Bundy watching. I'm looking at his 465 array. Yeah, he had a start against Allowed nine runs to start for though. I'm always about attacking Dylan Bundy. And, uh, you know, like I said, James and Wendell can be two bargain bets. The Dodgers are at the Red Sox. Kenta Maeda against Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, looking kind of like a stay away game. Maeda's a good pitcher, but I'm never going to try to exploit that lineup. And Eduardo Rodriguez has had some good starts, but I, I just can't trust him. He's too up and down and going against that Dodgers lineup. Is looking like an away game. Yeah, I I do agree. Um, it's a weird game to peg. I think it's a stay away spot, like you said. It's it's two good pitchers um, that are going to battle here, and two good offenses. So, you know, I would lean towards the offense um, over the pitching, but I think there's more attackable spots um versus pitchers that are you know are in a worse situation here so i agree with you it's a it's a fade spot for me i won't be surprised if you know the red sox get to maeda or you know if the dodgers you know get rodriguez out of the game quickly as well but you know i would stay away from this game there's definitely better games we have to we have to narrow it down um so not a fan of this game from either side then you have uh, Minnesota and Cleveland, Kyle Gibson, uh, 
you know, he's kind of up and down. Mike Clevenger, though, is interesting to me a little bit, but uh, he's pitching against Minnesota. Really good start versus Kansas City before the break. He's only 9,600, but going against that Twins lineup, here's another avoid game. Yeah, I can't do it. You know, Clevenger, yes, um, he's got the talent, but Minnesota's been blowing up pitchers all year long. Surprisingly, one of the, the best offenses that nobody's really talking about. Um, I don't want to attack here with Clevenger. He's expensive because he's coming off some good starts. He's got the name, you know, the name value. So there's better spots. There's weaker offenses to attack. Again, this is a, a game, you know, even easier for me to cross off. I'm not going to attack Clevenger. I'm not going to pitch Gibson. Cleveland's starting to hit a little bit better, but not good enough to attack with a stack. You know, we have a Coors game to talk about, and that's where most of my ownership's going to go. But um, I'm going to just just X off this game. All right, Mets in Miami. Maybe you can get some pitching here. Good values on DraftKings. Caleb Smith is 8600 on DraftKings. The price is lowered because, uh, you know, of his injury and a so-so start right before the break. And then Jason Vargas, who I finally convinced, uh, convinced uh, you know, my co-host tonight not to stack again. He's had a dozen consecutive starts of three earned runs or less and faces a weak lineup. So you go with either one of these pitchers and save some money here. Yeah, I think these are the two best. It's crazy to say. Let me repeat this. Really crazy to say, but I think this might be the two best values of the slate. Caleb Smith was a stud to start the season. Came off an injury, um, so this will be his second start back from injury. You know, I think he's approachable here on FanDuel. He's super cheap, too. He's only $8,000. He went into, you know, a tough Atlanta team on his first game back after being out for uh, a month. Six innings, three earned runs, six strikeouts with the win. Quality start against uh, a, a really hot Atlanta team going into the break. And then you got this guy, Jason Vargas, that looks like he's 55 years old. And he's coming off some great starts. And this is going to be the, the easiest matchup that he's had, you know, in his last 10 starts. And these are starts where he dropped 40 against the Dodgers, 47 against Philly. At 6,800, I think he's going to get... On FanDuel, yeah. Yeah, on FanDuel at 6,800, um, that will allow you to get all the Colorado bats that you want or Cincinnati bats that you want or Texas, I mean, uh, Houston Astro bats that you want. So with him, you got a, you got a lineup full of easy stackable games. You can basically take whoever you want with Vargas. The the reason not to play Vargas is because he is Vargas. That's his name. Um, so you might not want to play him just for the simple fact that he's, he can have a bad start at any time, but $6,800 on FanDuel versus Miami. I think it's almost a, a must-start for your GPPs. He'll be the first name I'm clicking on to. You know, if you heard me on the podcast about a month and a half ago, you wouldn't believe it's the same person saying the same thing. But Miami's a team that I've been attacking, and, and it's been making me money, and I'm going to go back on a Vargas train here. And, and this time I'm going to pitch him, and this guy will allow me to get the bats that I want. The only thing is, you know, DraftKings is 7,800. It's really good. Caleb Smith's only 8,600, and he does have more strikeout upside. Houston at Texas. Garrett Cole's 11,500. 
not the most ideal matchup. We were talked about how you want to save on pitching, but you, you want to get some Houston bats here against Jesse Chavez. You'll have to spend for Yuli Gurriel, who's so hot on DraftKings at 5,400. Michael Brantley's a more friendly 4,700. He's worth it. You can start building a stack around him. Big hit in the All-Star game. Robinson Chirinos is only four. 4,000. Josh Reddick, just 4,100. You know, those aren't bargain prices, but they're they're friendly. Uh, you know, Tony Kemp is 4,100 if he's in the lineup. So, uh, you know, there's, there's some Houston bats that you definitely want to focus on here. Yeah, I think, you know, for Garrett Cole's price, let's start here. I think it's too much to spend because you're going to want cores. You're going to want some Houston bats. There's some nice expensive bats to spend on. So I'm going to fade Cole. It's a tough matchup, you know. These these Ranger bats facing righties is a is a it's a good matchup for the Rangers bats. You know, Gallo, Mazar, Chu, Santana. Their lineup is pretty you know pretty strong, and they get a big boost playing in Texas. So I'm not I'm not pitching Cole in Texas versus this, this lineup with Ordor and everybody else. Uh, they got to them on on Thursday, and I think they won't get to Cole as much as they did. Um, on Thursday night, but I don't think he's worth the price tag at 11-4 on FanDuel, and you were saying he's he's over $11,000 on DraftKings, but, you know, I love these bats from the Houston side, guys like Alvarez, Bregman, um, Springer, you know, if I can pair some Houston bats with some Colorado bats that we're about to talk about, I think I'm in a great spot, and if, if my man Jason Vargas, you know, goes out there and gets me 30, 35 points, you know, I'll be in contention in my GPPs, and I might even have, you know, the balls to play Vargas in cash games because he's so cheap. All right, let's uh, move along to San Francisco, Milwaukee. Anderson versus Anderson, Sean versus Chase. Uh, you know, are we overlooking Milwaukee bats here? You know, we talk so much about cores and Houston and Cincinnati. Uh, you know, what about these Milwaukee bats against Sean Anderson? Here's the here's the funny part. You know. We've been talking a lot on our premium Slack channel, and we're looking for, you know, trends, new trends, old trends, things that are changing. And one thing that we've been noticing and we've been attacking a little bit is, you know, San Francisco is not the same team that they were a month ago or two months ago. They were a team that we were attacking with pitching, and then they moved some things around. They brought this guy up, uh, Dickerson, who's been, you know, mashing the ball, so there's a lot of differences here in this lineup now than it was before. And I think both these pitchers are attackable. Chase Anderson, you know, nothing scares me about Chase Anderson. He's going to get, you know, touched up versus the better lineups. He faced, you know, San Fran about four starts ago and only lasted four innings. So they can get to him again. I think this game's playable from both sides. You know, obviously a guy like Yelich, Moustakis, having great years so far, Grandal. I think you can stack all three of those. Eric Thames has been hot before the break. You know, from the other side of things, I think Brandon Belt, he's been leading off as of late. If you want some cheap bats in, you know, Pablo Sandoval is having a resurgent year at 2,300. He's a good value. Brandon Crawford, 2,500. Another good value there. Um, this guy, Alex Dickerson, that I've been talking about, the guy, as soon as he came up, he's been the spark plug, you know, for this Giants resurgent, hitting 303. Four home runs, 17 RBIs, and, and limited action. He's been hitting real good. So I think San Fran's a sneaky stack, you know, on Friday night. And I think anytime Milwaukee plays at home, 
they're going to be, you know, a power stack as well. So I like both sides of this game from a hitting perspective. You got two punt, punt plays in Brandon Crawford at 3,400 in DraftKings and Joe Panic at just 3,200. Arizona's in St. Louis. Robbie Ray has been kind of up and down, but he's only 7,900 on DraftKings. Uh, maybe Adam Wainwright is a little bit tackable with a few. Uh, with a Girl, few let me ask you, you said, you said Robbie Ray's only 7,900 on DraftKings? Yep. See, see, like, you know, I've been playing a lot of my action on FanDuel lately. I have FanDuel open right now. But you have to price enforce. Uh, what price enforce means when that's a mistake. You know, Robbie Way at $7,900, that's too cheap. You know, he has to strike out upside eight in his last start, five, nine, nine, five, ten, nine. The guy's going to, even in a bad game, he's going to go out there and get you 15, 20 points on DraftKings or on strikeouts alone. St. Louis is, is not a great lineup. Robbie Ray at $7,900 on DraftKings just, just doesn't make sense. You have to just enforce. Would you rather you know, spend the $7,900 for Ray or the $7,800 for Vargas? And then you got Caleb Smith at $8,600. I'll pay for Robbie Ray. You know, I think um, you need two pitches on DraftKings. So on DraftKings, I think you go Robbie, Robbie Ray and Caleb Smith and you lock in those strikeouts. Um, they are both way too cheap for their talent levels. Um, and if you want to get different... I, I can't play Jason Vargas ahead of Robbie Ray at the same price. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Regardless well, if you're, talking, you're talking about runs allowed, Vargas, you know, has been better. If you're talking about strikeouts, Ray has been better. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just think the upside is there with Ray as well. So I, I'm, I just wanted to stop you there. It's way too cheap for Robbie Ray. I think 7,900, he almost becomes, you know, a must play in, in cash games. And then what about attacking Adam Wainwright when you can tell Marte is only 4,400 on DraftKings. I think I have to play him against Wainwright. Uh, tell me why. Look at, look at, you know, Wainwright starts in his last eight starts and tell me why you want to attack this guy. I just feel like he's capable of a blow up anytime. And, you know, look, look, look how, look how good and can his, tell and Marte has been. Marte is a beast. Yeah, it's a yeah. one-off. I'm not going to hate for only $4,400. Yeah, but look at Wainwright. Two earned runs in his last start versus Seattle. Two earned runs in his last start in Oakland. Three versus Miami. Three versus the Cubs. Zero versus the Cubs. Four versus Philly. Three versus Kansas City. Five versus Atlanta. Yeah, you, you start you start getting back to May, and you have three starts in five or four runs or more. I'm, I'm waiting for that, that Wainwright to reappear. Yeah, it's listen. Um, I don't. I don't. Marte's been mashing righties, so you know I don't dislike to play in Marte, but I don't think it's a smash spot for the defects. You know, so I don't. Peralta's out. Their lineup hasn't been doing much. It's a it's a pitcher's park. As a one off for some guy that's going to be lower owned, I don't mind the play, but I think there's better plays overall. I think uh, we talked about Ray and Vargas and Smith. When I give you this next price on on FanDuel, I mean for on DraftKings, you got Detroit and Kansas City. Danny Duffy against the Tigers for sixty eight hundred on DraftKings. Another great price, man. This guy, you know, we've been battling out with this guy all year. Every time I feel like we're on a slate together, Danny Duffy's pitching. The dude's got talent. He's been, you know, he's been hanging in games. I think he's another playable guy. He's going to go under own. 
versus a weaker team in Detroit. Detroit's starting to hit a little bit better, but you got a pitcher's park, weak lineup, and you got a guy with some key potential. So I like Danny Duffy. I think, you know, on FanDuel and DraftKings, guys like Caleb Smith, Danny Duffy, Jason Vargas, Robbie Ray, they all make a lot of sense. Even Adam Wainwright, you know, as a as a, a value play, makes some sense. I don't think there's, there's so much value around. I don't think it makes sense to pay up for pitching. And the only guy that's expensive is Garrett Cole anyway. So I don't really like. I'm not. I'm not paying eighty one hundred for 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 Wainwright. You know, when I got guys like Vargas and Ray and maybe even Duffy. I mean, yeah. to me, to me, I, I'd rather spend up a little bit more for Vargas and Ray than Duffy. Uh, you know, because Duffy, uh, you know, looking at his game logs in uh, in in his last six starts, in four of them he hasn't struck out more more than four batters. So I don't think there's a whole lot of strikeout upside there. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So again, I'm not a Duffy fan, but uh, he's had some decent starts. Cincinnati's a Colorado Sunny Gray's been pitch, pitching well. Well, it's Gray versus Gray, the Gray Knight. How about in Colorado Sunny versus John here? And uh, Sunny's pitched pretty good, but hey, we've seen Hyunjin Ryu get blown up in Colorado here. So, and then you got you got some uh, some bats to like for uh, for Cincinnati. Some of the pricing. Uh, Joey Votto's 4100 on DraftKings. Scooter Jeanette, only $3,800. Derek Dietrich, if he's in the lineup, $4,200. Uh, Jesse Winker, $4,000. You'll have to pay up for Puig, who's had a great first half at 49 And A.U. Suarez, $4,700. But with some of this pricing, you can build a real nice red stack. Yeah, see, this is an interesting matchup here. You know, when you first see Coors... You see the Vegas lines, and you're like, okay, we well, got to play Coors. They're definitely in play. But every time Coors is out, like I, I, I jump to play them. And when there's times where I feel like you can fade them, you know, I, I try to take a bold stance and fade them. This is kind of like a neutral uh, position here where it's gray versus gray. There are two guys that have pitched well. Um, they haven't been bad. Sonny Gray made me money. In his last start out, when he he dropped seventy points versus Milwaukee in you know in Great American Park, which is a it's a hitter's park by by a great length. I think it only rivals Coors Field um, recently. So Gray's coming off you know some monster starts as of late, but how do you you know counter affect that with Coors Field and Charlie Blackman, who's been on fire, David Dahl, that's in full strength. You know, Story's got some time to rest and kind of get back into the swing of things. You got Nolan Arenado. You got Daniel Murphy. It's a tough lineup on both sides. So, like, you know, I, I'm definitely going to get my my cores exposure. You know, I, I like – I love Charlie Blackman, David Dahl, Vado, Suarez, Puig, uh, Jesse Winker. He's been, you know, making me money, you know, every time he gets in the lineup versus a righty. He's got 13 home runs already. So, you know, I got to attack this game. You know, even though it's two good pitchers going, not great pitchers, I got to attack the game. I will have my core stacks on both sides. And I'll, I'll have some lineups without them just to hedge it. But I will have definitely probably 40 to 50% of my lineups will have course field players in it. Make a decision. You said definitely and probably. I will definitely have cores exposure, 50, 60% of my lineups will be, you know, cores, whether they're 
just rocky stacks or, you know, some of them red stacks, I'll have exposure to both sides of this game. All right. Uh, Seattle and Los Angeles, Mike League against Taylor Cole. Leak is a dangerous guy to uh, try and stack against because he can always have a good start. Uh, but maybe, you, you know, Taylor Cole, some Seattle bats here. Uh, you know, although that has been a great offense, uh, Daniel Vogelbach is always capable of the power at 4,000. Domingo Santana is only 4,300. I do like that price. And if you feel like you want some steals, D Gordon's only 3,400 on DraftKings. Yeah, it's a, it's another, you know, a nice game. Um, Mike Leak, like you said, he's been he's been battling, but you know you got Trout, Otani, this Langer, this Angel lineup has been you know performing really well before the break. Leak still you know has spots where you can attack him at. He let up seven earned runs versus Baltimore you know three starts ago, and I think you know these Angels get to him. I think this is a spot that they can get to him. We're in a when a pitcher's park, so I won't go crazy. You know, with with Angel exposure, but you know Trout is always going to be in play. Otani is is fairly priced, and you know you can round it out with you know they lost Listella, had a nasty injury, fouling a ball off his leg, uh, but the the lineup is still you know rounding out and a lot better than it was early in the year. I kind of like it more as a one off, and maybe grabbing even either Trout or Otani and not doing a full stack here. So. I won't really play this game from a stack perspective from either side. It'll probably just be, you know, maybe a share or two of Trout or a share or two of Otani as a one-off. I like to call him Vogelbach. He he will be under-owned for sure. So, you know, if you want to slide in a Vogelbach share or a J.P. Crawford share, you know, I don't hate to play either. Chicago and Oakland, uh, Ivan Nova against uh, Mike Fires. Uh, Fires, 8,500. Uh, decent start here, but uh, you know some other guys are priced lower. I always like uh, using bats against Noah, even though he had a stunningly good start right before the break. So you know maybe maybe a few uh, a few Oakland bats here. Um, Oakland's been cold, man. They've been really cold. Chris Davis is in one of his you know his downward spirals that he has every year when he can't hit the ball, and then he comes back and somehow hits forty home runs. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really love this game. Nova cost me money his last start. I stacked against him, and he went out there like you said and pitched a gem. Uh, I'm not going to take a recency bias there, but the pitcher's park fires. You know, there's better values ahead of him, and this Oakland team is just not hitting well enough right now. So I'm going to stay away from this game. I got to scratch a couple of these games off, and this is one of them. All right, but what if I told you that Chris Davis is just 3,700 on DraftKings? Staying away. Uh, you know, he can say, go out there and I'd hit say, two I'd home say runs take a shot he, he can do it, man. He can do it. He's you know he's got the power. He's done it before. It's this is better spots out there. You know I won't be surprised if he goes out there and hits a home run. But at the same time, I I think he's going to be you know very low owned. You know this Oakland team in general is going to be go go owned. I think. If there's a get-right spot against Ivan Nova, I'm going to say I'm playing Chris Davis tonight. Atlanta and San Diego, Dallas Keuchel against the Padres lineup that's really picked it up. Danilo Silamet had a good start off the DL, but the, the Braves lineup is is too good to mess with. I think this is a game I'm staying away from. Pretty much a stay-away spot. If you want to get super cute and you want to take a chance, Lamette's only 5,600 on FanDuel. Um 
if he goes out there and finds a way like he did last time out and battles and gets you 25 points or 30 points, look, he went to Los Angeles, seven Ks, and only three earned runs. If he does that versus Atlanta, which I think is, you know, a little bit of a weaker lineup compared to um, Los Angeles with the lefties that they have, um, Lamette makes some sense. You know, at 5,600, 25, 30 points, and we're good. You know, we'll, we'll, he'll come in cheaper than everybody else on the slate. You know, I can see the San Diego Padres winning this game. They, they match up well against Keiko with all the power righties that they have. So if he gets, you know, through six innings, quality start lets up him two earned runs or three earned runs, and Freeman gets him for a home run or something like that happens, he can still get the win quality start, drop 30 for you. And I'm looking around, you know, I can get a lineup full of Rockies and Astros with, you know, Lametta 5,600. So I think the only play here is maybe taking a share or two of Lamette and taking a shot at it. All right, Stacks, uh, we definitely like Houston, Cincinnati, Colorado, uh, and pitching-wise, Vargas, Ray, Caleb Smith, consider Lamette. Uh, you know, that's, that's it for uh, today. You know, glad to be back with you. And, uh, you know, don't forget, uh, check out check out our Slack channel, uh, you know, for our premium gold subscribers right before game time uh, and all throughout the day to help you with your lineup decisions. For Jason Mizrahi, I'm Scott Engel, and we'll see you next time. Guys, I want to say one quick oh. thing, uh, real quick, real quick. Um, we're doing that free roll, so I know there's some listeners out there that might have, you know, missed it in, you know, the, the first part of the show. So the, the free roll, you'll see us posting it on Twitter. You see it on our website. You'll see it everywhere tomorrow, um, all morning, Friday afternoon. Um, you can hop in at any time. Just go to FanDuel backslash win daily, enter the free roll for a free membership for a year. Um, and on top of that, like I said, Colorado, Cincinnati, Houston, probably the top three stacks, but I do like this the San Francisco-Milwaukee game, and I do like the Yankees in a, in a good spot as well. So there's some sneaky spots. We're getting back into the swing of things, you know, on, on Friday night. Um, check out our golf, you know, our golf reports. Check out our NASCAR reports. They're going to come, you know, throughout the weekend. Um, soccer is launching soon, too, with the European League. So we got a lot of stuff going on WindailySports.com. Sign up for a free membership. That gets you access to about 80% of the site. And when you're ready to go premium and make an investment and gain the knowledge to start turning this really into a profit center for yourself, you know, upgrade to premium at $19.99 a month. It's a cost of a couple of Starbucks. Um, what you'll get from there is one-on-one coaching in our Slack channel. So make sure you, you hop on a premium when you're ready. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. And we'll see you next time on the Wind Daily Podcast.